At the beginning of July, Brazil's Ministry of Health sent out an alert saying that the country is at risk of a return of some diseases that had already been eradicated, such as measles, polio and rubella also known as German measles. In over 300 municipalities, less than half of the population has been vaccinated. In order to avoid an outbreak, international recommendation says that 95% of the population should be vaccinated. My name is Gustavo Ribeiro, and this is Explaining Brazil. To discuss the potential comeback of measles and other diseases, we host Dr. Rosana Richman, an infectologist at the Emilio Ribas Institute in Sao Paulo. Hello, doctor. Hi. Hello. Thanks for being here today. It's a pleasure for me. And uh, Dr. Richman, according to the World Health Organization, Brazil didn't register a single case of measles in 2017. This year, though, we already have over 1,600 cases. So what's going on? Yeah, it's it's a very not good picture of Brazil this year. Uh, we had an outbreak without uh, any question of, of measles in north part of Brazil. Uh, this outbreak is related to two, two parts. One is the immigration from, from people from Venezuela to Brazil. And in Venezuela, they, they still have measles cases. So people come to Brazil carrying this virus. This virus is, is, is a very contagious virus. Uh, for instance, uh, if you have one person with this disease, it can spread for uh, 90% of people. One, Just one? If you have one in a room with 10 people, Nine will be will get this disease if they are not vaccinated or not immunized. So uh, it's a very easy to uh, a very easy virus to be an outbreak if the population is not is not uh, immunized. And the other part of this uh, story is that the the coverage of of Brazilian population in regard to measles vaccination is is down in related the the ideal. Go that is nine five percent as the health um, organization world organization um, says that is the best number for us. We give in our Brazilian immunization program two shots of of measles vaccine. It's the triple virus vaccine. Is is the, the, the MMR measles mumps and rubella exactly. So uh, we give two shots for children with one year old and then another one three months later. And uh, if we don't have 95% of the population that got this vaccine, you can have uh, some groups of people that are susceptible for this disease. And uh, as it's very it's easy to spread, they get this population not prevented, and then we have this outbreak. So if the Brazilian people, the Brazilian children, the Brazilian program had done their homework in order to, to get the population all immunized, we would not see this picture that we are seeing this year. So, And, of course, in other regions of Brazil, we have the fear that this disease come back because, of course, uh, the vaccine is not 100% of, of efficacy. And uh, just to yeah. give some yeah. numbers, so in 2003... According yeah. to the Ministry of Health, 100% of people, of children, were covered by the MMR vaccine, so measles, mumps, and rubella. 
Now this rate is, is at 85%. Yeah. The vaccine against polio was also at 100% in 2000, and now it's at 78. And my question to you is, is it only the government's fault for not vaccinating these people, or should people be held accountable as well because they're not going to health units to get their shots? Yeah, the second, the second <laughs> is more important because these vaccines and this disease, the young people didn't see any case of polio and any case of measles. Also, the young physicians, the pediatricians, they didn't saw because it, it's an old disease. It was very important. All child in Brazil, all Brazilian child in the, in the past 30 years ago, they had measles as a normal disease. And we had death related to measles and problems and hospitalization and so on. For these last years, as we had 100% of coverage of, of vaccine, we didn't see any case. So the vaccine is a uh, victim, I, I don't know if I can say like that, but of our exitus, because it was so good, the vaccination, that we didn't see the disease anymore. Uh, so they, they cannot prioritize this immunization because it's not important for them. How, a, how a little can, fear is good, right? <laughs> yes. How can I convince someone about a disease if they, they don't know what's, what we are talking about? So I think it's not just one reason. One reason of course, Brazil is a very huge country, uh, a huge population. It's not easy to do a national program of immunization in our country. This is a problem. But Brazil was always in the same size. And we had 100% of coverage. Yeah. So in the last years, I think we had some little problems. And, and the other aspect is that, for instance, the mother, they don't have enough time today to come with the baby to, to get the immunization. Why? Our posto de saúde in Portuguese Your is health, is health, health uh, room to get the vaccine. Uh, it's just from Monday to Friday open. In, in business hours. In business hours, exactly. So the mother works. Most of Brazilian female today works. They need yes. to work and they don't have enough time or opportunity to get babies to get the immunization. So I think we have to think something different at this time. We have, for instance, to open the, the, the health rooms at Saturday, Sunday, or I don't know. But we, to, to come with the vaccine to the school, in the school. Uh -huh. Australia has this project that the vaccination is done in the school. It's much easier to get the, the children in the school than in the, in the health room. Or, or maybe even businesses that uh, employ mothers to say bring your child. Because a lot of businesses today are doing fl uh, shots against the flu or other viruses so maybe yes but also flu campaign this year in Brazil it was not so good the coverage so I think not, not only Brazil uh, if yeah. you see the data from from health uh, world organization in whole uh, world exactly. we are moving to a better uh, scenario we, we focus on Brazil because the Brazilian report uh, reports yeah. on Brazil, yeah. but uh, yeah, of measles cases, rubella is going up worldwide. And you know, Gustavo, here in, in Sao Paulo, we had no case of rubella congenitals, because rubella is, is, is a mild disease, it's not a, a huge problem. But As long as you're not pregnant. Yes, exactly. 
So yeah, if I, you I are have a, a, a cousin who was born deaf because my aunt. So that's the example. Exactly. And in, in Sao Paulo, we had zero cases of rubella congenital last year. So we were doing our our homework in order to to guarantee the immunization of our population. But now, unfortunately, we are seeing another picture and and. I have the fear, I hope it's not going to happen, but we have the fear to come back poliomyelitis. That is some disease that uh, I, I could not imagine that I had been here to talk about this subject after so many years of no case that we saw and a so important disease and uh, with m uh, motor de defect. Uh, so it's, it's really a very serious disease. And uh, I, I was going to ask you as well, because we, we've talked a little bit about the shortcomings of public policies and the fact that health units are open uh, when people are at work. But um, my impression is also that um, people only go to get vaccines when there's an outbreak, when they hear on the press that, uh, well, the threat is here. So then you have a case where everybody is going at the same time. So you have uh, mile-long lines, uh, people standing six, seven hours. I think we have to, 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 to have better communication with population, with everyone, in order to, to say about the disease, Uh, not only about the vaccine, because I have to told, told you, I have to sensibilize you in order to get the, 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 the shot. So we have to talk about the disease and the risk of this disease or, or yellow fever or other disease to, to come back. So I think that the communication with the government, with us, As, as a health professional, we have to change. Uh, I, uh, the, my feeling is that I am only talking with the same population. Mm -hmm. And this population, they know red. So we have to, to be more bright in our, in our view and how to communicate with all these people. And uh, you said measles, for instance, is highly contagious. Yeah. And how lethal is it? Measles is, is a disease that can give death. The complication of measles is pneumonia with, by bacteria and also encephalitis. And then this, this patient that gets a complication of measles must be to the hospital, to need to ICU, and then death. So it's not an easy disease. We see now in Brazil, in North Brazil, we see that uh, half of the population that's getting measles is, is children. But the other half is adolescents and uh, young people. So it's not just a disease of child, different from polio. Polio is, is child disease, mm -hmm. but measles, no. Measles can, can, anyone can get Anyone it. can get. So everyone that is hearing us or is, is planning to come to Brazil, check your card of immunization cards and check if you have at least two shots of MMR with more than one year of life. Oh my God, you're talking about the vaccination card. I really don't know where it's <laughs> And if you don't have, like 10 years or you since have no idea mine. where is your vaccination card, uh, you can, can you get the shot? Yes, you can. If you are not pregnant, 
Okay. Or you, you are not under treatment, immunosuppressor uh, treatment, you can get the shot. Okay, check and check. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> But you, you mentioned the importance of talking about the risks of getting infected by this disease. And um, I wanted to mention also a lot of communication about the risks of getting the vaccination, a lot of misinformation, actually. Yeah. And I remember reading things you've statements you've written about uh, fake information, especially in 2016, because just for uh, listeners to remember, in 2016, Brazil experienced a Zika virus yeah. outbreak, yeah. which was connected to birth defects like microcephaly. And uh, we've seen on the internet a lot of information saying that microcephaly was actually not connected to Zika, but to vaccines administered to children and uh, i remember you, yeah. you you acted intensely to debunk this kind of information yeah i was in in 2016 i was very upset with this this tema because zika virus was so important it was so so different from everything that we had ever seen in fetal's uh, malformation that you could not f uh, say anything that was wasn't proven And lots of fake news. And fake news is easy to spread also. It's a misinformation. People are, are sensible for, for this disease. And of course, everyone wants to prevent this disease. And when we connect this, the possibility of Zika virus with immunization, It was a catastrophe because uh, it was nothing was proven. And till today, Zika virus, we learned a lot about Zika virus. It's, it's another disease, another virus, no relation of, with no vaccine. And at that time, they, they tried to do this connection. And they used these not-so-good journalists. They, they tried to do uh, fake news, like... Um, uh, sensational Sensation, stories. exactly, to, to make fear yeah. for the population. They tried to do this, this connection. It's, it's completely fake news. And uh, so these misinformations about now about, about measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine, it's a live attenuated virus. It's a live virus. Every vaccine that is a live virus, we know, we do know, that we can have some adverse effects. It's normal. What kind of adverse effects? Fever, it's most common. After two, three days of the shot, we can have fever. It's hair, but we can have a an, an rush in the, in the skin. Uh, we can have some, some pain. In, 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 joints. in joints, but nothing that uh, it's it's much less, much much less than the disease. Yeah, the downside of not getting the, so, the shot. So live virus, of course, for a pregnant woman, it's not indicated because it's a live attenuated virus uh, vaccine. But for all population, we know that we have, we expect some some uh, adverse events, but it's it's normal. Talking about this misinformation about yeah. vaccines. Uh, in the United States, in Europe, there is a big movement, anti-vaccination. Do we have something like that in Brazil or thankfully not yet? Not yet, and I hope it's not coming. When we compare Brazil with other countries like France, I have the number from France, almost 40% of the French population, they, they don't believe in vaccine. It's 100%. 
and this this number in Brazil is just four percent. But this four percent, they make lots of noise. So uh, in Brazil, it's not, I think the, the the lower coverage that we have today with vaccine is not related to these anti-vaccine groups because really in Brazil it, it's not big. Most of the population they believe in vaccine, or they are not so sure, but they are not against. The, the against group is very small, but of course they, they can do a noise in the internet and so on. So it's important for to check the information. If some information is very uh, sensationalist, check the information. Probably it's not true. Thank you very much, doctor. Uh, is there anything else that you think we should uh, cover that no, I think that the, the best thing we can we have to do is is to inform people about what's going on, very clear what's going on, what's the risk, and how we can prevent this. I think this is the, the most important. Our national program of immunization in our country is really very good when we compare with other other uh, countries in in America, in Europe, is really very good. Especially for a country that is so big and yes. so diverse as yes, Brazil. Because exactly. It's not easy to, to, to have vaccination in every, <laughs> every place in this, in this country. So it's not, it's not easy. It's, it's really a challenge to have our population immunized. But if we can talk about this tema as we are doing now, it's wonderful. Dr. Rosanna Richman, infectologist at Emilio Ribas Institute in São Paulo, thank you very much for joining us today. It was a pleasure for me. If you like this podcast, please take a look at our website. It's Brazilian.report. Every day we have new content about Brazil's politics, economics, and society. We also have exclusive newsletter services if you want to be briefed on what's going on in Brazil before starting your day. Subscribe now to our free trial and enjoy all of our content for 14 days. It's really free. You don't have to put any credit card information. You can also follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Our handle is at Brazilian Report. That's all for now. See you next week. Thank you. Mm-hmm.